believe in what you're doing and love what you're doing. So probably believe what you're doing is the right thing. Welcome to Showcasing a Member. My name is Todd Rule and I'm the Toowoomba Chamber CEO. And we've started this new initiative to actually talk to our local small businesses about what they need, what they think, their backgrounds, and to hear their stories. And today, it is my pleasure to welcome Joe Cat from the event group. Welcome, Joe. Thank you, Todd. I'm very privileged to be invited by you. Thank you. We're privileged to have you. <laughs> so, Joe, um, let's let's uh, start with a bit of your backstory, hey? So, so can you tell us about your small business experience in Toowoomba or broader, or and how you got into your um, current gig? Okay, so um, my small business is actually a little bit diverse. My husband and I started an air conditioning and refrigeration business here in Toowoomba in 1998. Uh, we started out of our house, and we quickly progressed and um, up to around 15 staff at our highest amount, uh, which would have been in the early 2000s. Um, I left the business and started an event marketing company early 2000s as well. And then our son was diagnosed with cancer. So unfortunately, it sort of changed the whole dynamic of our marriage and our working relationship. So it was much cheaper for me to leave that small business and actually work in my own than actually leave my husband. So I started then looking into other people to work with because I'm a bit of a vampire of human energy. And if I don't see lots of humans or work with lots of people, I tend to completely shut down. So I met two girls who had similar thoughts to me with regards to the importance of event marketing, of actually putting, um, using your business and using events as a way of marketing and, and promoting yourself. So this was fairly early in the piece of actually thinking like that. So we started the event group officially in 2016. There were three of us. Towards the end of 2015, things started happening, but we were officially started in 16. And, um, yeah, we specialise basically in providing events and, and uh, different ways of actually promoting small business and larger business. But uh, we are a small business, obviously. There's only two of us now, so very small. So let's talk about, uh, I mean, there's a lot there that I would like to delve in with you, if that's okay. But let's first oh. talk about this idea of you and connection. Um, you said that as part of your well-being, um, and it sounds like you being connected with other people or with other people. What is significant to actually where your career has taken you in terms of events and marketing? Can you can you explain how important that is to you and how important that is to your business? It's incredibly important to grow your networks constantly, and it's something that I find really easy to do. And I find. Um, one thing I don't find easy is remembering people's names all the time, but that's I think that's an age thing. But I do find, I do think it's really important to connect. And you might not connect on every level that the people that you're working with have, but there's always some form of connection. I mean, we're all in this, like, I mean, everyone's been saying we're all in this together, but we are all in business together. We're all trying to grow our our wealth, whether it's healthy wealth or whether it's monetary wealth or whether it's connections wealth or creative wealth or whatever it is. 
And somewhere along those lines, there is some form of connection that we can all have. And it's really important to do that when you're in small business. Yeah, I think uh, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, this attachment and this, the relationships and collaboration, um, particularly through um, the last uh, 12 weeks or so, um, I don't think from my perspective, it's uh, been ever more important, right? Um, There's ever been a, a greater need for um, for us to be inverted commas attached, that attachment with each other um, has been yeah. critical. Um, and we know some people have, you know, the introverts uh, are, are, are enjoying that. Um, how we're recording this today, actually, everyone, um, which is uh, by Squadcast. But that whole attachment and connection is critical, and collaboration even more important than ever. I I feel um, and. It really, I think, aligns to what you're talking about, small business. Definitely. And the thing is, too, as we all are as humans, when we're told we're not allowed to do something, well, me especially, that makes me want to do it even more. (laughs) So I can't stand COVID. COVID-19 has just driven me insane. So that's why I actually got out and volunteered. I think I probably had all up three days where I spent at home. I, I Every single day I was either out doing something with someone at some time. Um, I wasn't very good at, at isolating and, oh, my God, if I'd had to do that self-isolation thing in the hotels, oh, God, what do you do in there? Fill up the ice tray, empty it, fill up the ice tray again. Watch some Netflix? Uh, yeah, but no. <laughs> I've got to talk. I've got to see people. No, I am, I really am a connecting, I have to connect and, and actually suck energy from other people and actually use that energy to, to drive my own energy. I'm, I'm a real vampire of human energy and connection and collaborating and working with people is what I'm all about. So, yeah, I did a lot of volunteering just so I could get out of the house. Well, I'll remember that uh, vampire quote um, next time I see you at a business at dusk event after dark uh, and I'll be nervously um, keeping an eye on you. Now let's talk about your volunteer work because it is absolutely uh, very clear um, and, you know, I... Thanks to you, I joined the Care Army, which I know you led in this region. Um, Just tell us about um, that and what you saw about that and what you saw about the community and small business in that space. That was amazing. I think what happened was when COVID was announced and Cassie and I were sitting in our office and and basically, and I've learned that in times of trouble and times of distress and, you know, the general person looks towards someone within the community to lead or someone within their friendship base to lead. And and I said, Cass, this is an opportunity that we can actually give back. We can actually do something that will be able to provide for our community and our working friends and, and whatever. So we, we figured out basically pretty in the short term, well, elderly people are not allowed outside their houses. How are they going to get fed? And then we went, well, most of the volunteers for Meals on Wheels are older, so they're not going to be able to do that or provide that service. So rather than reinvent the wheel and create some whole new way of providing this service, there's a service already out there that's failing. Let's put our hand up and say we'll give it a go. We just did one photograph and one picture with Meals on Wheels saying, watch this space, we'll be asking for help soon. That's all we said. We didn't even ask for help. The amount of people that then contacted us, whether they're small business or retirees or young people 
or um, organisations that were looking for something to do was it was an, was huge. I, I think we got within the first week we had an sixty names of people who were ready to, and willing to basically turn up at Meals on Wheels and make sure that the elderly within our community or the or the people that required that extra help were were not going to miss out. Um, Meals on Wheels were incredibly grateful and definitely me being the the vampire that I am of human connection was incredibly happy too because it gave me something to do and gave me a purpose and kept me connected with the community. Uh, different, Different side of the community but it was really great. It was fantastic. So, Joe, um, you raised um, the issue of all the important um, component of leadership. Can you sort of describe your leadership style, what you bring to the small business community? And as we as we transition out of, let's hope so, um, the COVID-19 situation, what types of leadership you think will be most valuable for small business? So my type of leadership style is more of a collaborative approach. I actually try to work with groups from the ground level up. Um, I like to learn what the purpose is of what we're trying to achieve and then actually um, lead from uh, from that perspective and make sure that we're all working towards the same common goal. I'm not one of the types of leaders that basically thinks I know the whole whole thing. It's uh, It's all about learning as you go approach for me. With uh, with the way the community and the small business situation is now within COVID-19, we are now looking towards obviously um, a, new, uh, a new stage three rules that were released yesterday and mentioned yesterday. We're looking towards leaders within the community who are willing to think outside the square. So we're, especially in the event and the hospitality space, which has been incredibly difficult for our, our small our small cafes and our larger hotels um, and also for our arts industry and our festivals. I mean, um, we've had to rethink and reimagine how we can actually provide these sorts of things uh, within our community, not, on a, not just on a monetary scale but also on an emotional and a well-being scale. It's incredibly important that we do have our community connecting again in the way that they know how to, but obviously in a safer and a, and a COVID-friendly environment. So it's up to being imaginative. Yeah. Do you think the Do you think you've seen uh, lots of innovations and adaptions and pivoting by the small business community? I have. There has been a lot, but it has also been very restricted. I mean, the numbers side of things, the double standards with the rulings that have have happened, I mean, have been very frustrating, incredibly unfair for a lot of us, been very vocal on that side of things. I mean, you either, you see the black or white in these sorts of situations. You just can't have a lesson, you know, we can all go to Grand Central or Bunnings and, and do all our shopping and talk to whoever we want to, as many people as we want to in one one minute. And then the next minute I have to basically um, stand four metres away from someone when I'm ordering a coffee. I mean, it's just that's stupid. And then the poor guy out at Roma that got fined for his pub being opened, oh, come on, you know, this is the other thing. I mean, this Victorian thing, what about all the people in rural Victoria and our regional areas? They're just, there hasn't been a consistency on the rulings and it's it's unfair and it's not it's, but there's nothing I can do about that side of things. I have to now work within those very blurred rules. 
but there are ways around it. You've just got to, I mean, I'm all about reimagining and thinking outside the square and doing things properly, but um, taking a little bit of a risk occasionally, but we really do need to obviously be safe and we need to maintain those laws. So. Say yes to local support small business. Chambers Top Tips. Buy from your local shops, cafes and restaurants to keep locals in jobs. Ask your local store if they can deliver to your door. Pay with plastic when possible, not cash. Stock up on gift certificates for later. Post about your visit on social media and share their posts. Check in with small business owners and employees. Look for local retailers with an online platform or help a local shop develop one. And most importantly, be kind, support each other and look out for one another. Let's keep it local to Woomba. So let's talk about uh, government leadership. What, what is your view on the sort of the leadership provided by uh, whether it be Australian state or local government um, during this um, major disruption? So I haven't been impressed with our local government leadership, whether they've been incredibly busy with the uh, election that had to happen in March, which I thought mm, if everything else had to go on hold, that probably should have had to too. With that being said, you know, I do think there's been there's some very incre- there's some incredible people that have been voted on to our council now. So there are probably some amazing things in the wings going to happen. But uh, in saying that, I don't think there's been any well they, the support for small business through the COVID dilemma within Toowoomba Regional Council has been very lacklustre. I just yeah, not not impressed at all. You know, Joe, we've uh, we called it underwhelming. Yeah, and uh, but we have seen hopefully some uh, reshoots of stage two as sort of some real commitment. But yeah. let's move to the state government because uh, we've been advocating obviously at the chamber strongly with our friends at the Chamber of Commerce and Industry Queensland right. um, on a range of things from border reopenings to let's just open Queensland would be nice. Or yeah. how about the outback who has had no cases of COVID actually be allowed to operate? So what do you think at that level? Well, like I just said before, with regards to the the guy that owns the pub out at Roma, and he's um, uh, he's been fined for opening his pub. I mean, we haven't had anything out there, for goodness sake. I mean, there surely there has to be. I mean, our states are enormous, and we have to be mindful of our regional businesses, and we have to um, give credit where credit's due. They've done all the right things. Why should they be? just as badly affected by all of this just because they're in the same state. I mean, for goodness sake, come on. Understand, and they've got to draw a line somewhere and that's where they've drawn a line. State government, Anastasia's government, Anastasia Palaszczuk's government, I think has done the best of a bad situation. She's, uh, although her messaging has been mm, not consistent, and I've already said that and and gone on that, Um, as for Australian government and federal government, uh, very difficult decisions. Obviously, I'm not in that, those positions, and they had to, you know, they had to draw lines in the sand. And I think they did a fairly good job. But I do think that the job keeper uh, idea was brilliant, and that's where there were organisations like mine who we did get job keeper. So, and we still have job keeper, which is fantastic. We wanted to give back to our local community uh, on a, an event level. And we were not supported by our local government. And that's, that's where my disappointment in the way that our local government didn't see an opportunity where a small business wanted to give back and do something. And I know we already did with the, um, 
with the care army, but this was on a next level. This was on bringing people together and connecting together and we were going to follow all the rules and, and that was with um, an idea that we had spent quite a bit of time on and uh, council refused to support us on that. Would you like to talk about that idea? Yeah, I think the idea, um, councillor have taken it on themselves now and they will do a fabulous job with it and it's great at least someone's getting the idea. We have um, since come up with, uh, it was an idea with regards to drive-ins and we're working now with a company at the Sunshine Coast to have got some connections with uh, with some comedians. And uh, if you watch this space, we're hoping we did have it all locked down and then the comedians had to pull out last week, which was quite disappointing. And we were actually having a drive-in three-hour comedy show happening. Wow. Which would be, which will be hilarious and, and a lot of fun and a lot of, everyone needs a good laugh at the moment, I think. Um, and it was an opportunity to get 500 cars and we were utilizing the showgrounds. I mean, the showgrounds have, have had a shocking year as well. So we were giving back to them. Uh, they were going to provide uh, a licensed venue as well as some eating venues, but you could bring in your own eats and drinks in your car. Um, the whole idea was coming together. We were doing a show at Yatla, one here and one at the Sunshine Coast, and we were working together with this company at the Sunshine Coast. So in times where you don't get the support that you think, you, you just got to look elsewhere, go somewhere else, think, well, how else can we do this? Is there another way that we can actually provide for our for our community? If I can't get the support in one spot, then look somewhere else. And so that's what we did. Okay, great. So, um, Joe, like you, you have been through some, uh, uh, as us all, some, all of us at some stage, uh, probably some unwanted calls to adventure in our, in your life, both obviously as you started personally and professionally. Um, if you were going to give me or our listeners some advice on either on life generally or for small business, what were the first few things that come to your mind? Believe in what you're doing and love what you're doing. So probably believe what you're doing is the right thing and love love what you do. You have to love it. If you don't love it, get out of there. It's just not worth it. You find what you really enjoy and you will do it really well. And I know it's an old cliche, you know, find what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. But it's true. It really is true. We've learned that through being uh, in refrigeration and air conditioning. My husband is a very, very good refrigeration mechanic, but he's not great as a manager. He, that's just something that he couldn't do. He's the perfect e-myth. He, um, so we employed people to do that side of it for us so that he could concentrate on actually being a mechanic. Uh, in my case, I'm a, I'm a community person. I'm, um, I'm a collaborator. I'm a, a networker. I'm, I love building parties and building events. I'm not massive about going to everything. I like going to them and seeing how other things are done. That's, that's what I love more than anything. But being around people is my number one thing. And so I've put myself in a position where I have to be around people all the time. So you've got to do what you love. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree with you more. Now, Joe, um, it has been a pleasure, I think, um, talking today. You're a very valued and uh, appreciated member of the Chamber. Um, you've been a member for a long time. I think we'll call this uh, session the Vampire Diaries. 
Um, <laughs> we could. Uh, we could. <laughs> you could call me the vampire. I don't well, mind. You're getting very nervous. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't have really a short cheek. I don't suck it out of you. <laughs> But I just want to say it was a pleasure talking to you today. It was a pleasure getting to know you better. And it was a pleasure to understand your world from a small business perspective. And so thank you very, thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much.